dude, what happened? I got some guy from Pakistan that wanted me to literally pay him 10 grand to get it back. It was me and Tristan McCormick. Actually, he gaffled us at the same time. So he, he played us both. Welcome to Get the Net, a fishing podcast that takes a deep dive into competitive events, fishing news, tips, tactics, and most importantly, interviews with some of the most interesting and in-tuned anglers from Canada to the central U.S. We're leaving no stone unturned to bring you the most raw and authentic talk talk. My name is Jamie Bruce. While my resume says bass, my frying pan says walleye, I'm no stranger to the multi-species realm. Whether you're puttering on tackle, driving the bus, cutting the grass, or killing time in a 9 to 5, try to give you something in every episode to take with you on the water or at the very least bring you a few laughs all right welcome back loop tubers spot doggers apple pluckers i'm happy to be here for another season it's uh it's been a lot of fun man got to talk to so many different people from so many facets of the industry and you know it's been really good getting a a good all-around picture and and lots of good stories tons of laughs uh overwhelming response yeah it's crazy how this thing shook out I mean, it literally started because of an injury one weekend. Um, and I've told this before. I told this on the first one, but yeah, I mean, back in, back in April, 2022, I was, you know, sleeping in my bed one fateful Friday night and, uh, the dog started going nuts. And like, I heard the patio door just rattling in the house and man, I leapt out of the bed, like a damn Avenger at like two o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, this is it man of the house. Someone's trying to breach and, uh, here we go. I mean, not all heroes wear capes time to time to get down there and, you know, protect what's mine. So I launched out of the bed, you know, and we sleep upstairs and man, I missed that first step on the staircase and I just went down like a sack of potatoes down to the landing of the stairs. Ashley got up and just kind of stepped over me and like walked over and it's like, yeah, yeah, I was a bear. (laughs) So yeah, long story short, got a bunch of injuries, nothing me. I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything. I just couldn't do, I was probably going to work on the cabin or whatever I was going to do that weekend. It's like, okay, the weekends are right off. It's April. So not really a whole lot of fishing going on or anything like that. Um, So I just kind of put the nose to the grindstone. Uh, You know, I'd been thinking of starting a podcast really like listening to them. Uh, you know, I mentioned it before, but the casting deck and I, re- I really like what those guys had going over in Manitoba. And I was just like, yeah, it'd be good to, you know, kind of interview the people that I've met along the way or, or, you know, really like following. And yeah, it's just, it's snowballed. It's been so much fun. Um, you know, since Alex Kessler came on the first guest, um, but yeah, it's, and, and you may be thinking like, well, why do you need a weekend to set up a podcast? Well, it is a ton of work. It might just look like nothing on the surface and it maybe it could be nothing if you weren't worried about, you know, any kind of quality control or, or, uh, getting it out there and getting it viewed and everything. But, um, that's, you know, I just knew it wouldn't be sustainable if we didn't make it good. So there's been, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, we've had our share of audio issues and video stuff and, uh, equipment failure and losing files. And that's just something that happens. It's just the way of the road. Um, but we're getting her ironed out, uh, the response from the fishing community and not fishing community, just people in general. Uh, it's been overwhelming. I had to pull all the year end stats and things like that for, uh, you know, sponsor stuff moving forward. And, uh, it's, it's, it was right up there in Canada, like sandwich between meat eater and Bigfoot. And it was, I mean, at year end, number one in, in fishing podcasts listened to by Canadians. So, um, obviously there's a million factors that go into that. Like Mercer's got a way bigger one, but that's a U.S. audience. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. That's we're not doing it to get on the, get on the charts. I just wanted to highlight that to just point out that that is because of the listeners. Um, you know, it's an engaged audience. People stick around, uh, lots of people chime in. Uh, you know, I've had tons of people, it's been a conversation starter, uh, since it started and, you know, you're not always going to agree with my opinions 
And to be honest, I probably looked back on some of my opinions and I was like, well, that's a dumb thing to say, or I didn't actually mean that or, or things like that. It's just kind of the way of the road for the podcast. It seems like, um, but anyway, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna keep her rocking. It's something I really like to do. Uh, it's worth the time commitment to me. And yeah, like I said, I just got to say thanks to everyone that likes and subs and rates and reviews. There's tons of ratings and reviews and everything. I hadn't even been looking at them for the year. I didn't even know how to unlock them on the, on the audio platforms. And I'm like, Oh, all these people saying all this nice stuff and dropping, you know, ratings and everything like that. And man, it means a lot. Um, so keep that going, share it with your friends, uh, you know, comment, like subscribe rate review just keep that rocking if uh if you haven't already and yeah just know that it it means a bunch it's you know it may just be a click on your end but it uh it it really helps the show and you know helps helps keep things rocking so just uh want to give some recognition there but yeah we're looking forward into 2023 it's going to be a big year things are busy in kind of all aspects of life right now you know i had the opens coming up and they're to be honest, I'm not thinking about those maybe as much as I should be. I'm, I'm doing a lot of prep, but there's a, there's a lot of other things going on. So, uh, hopefully it doesn't stay on the back burner for, for too long. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'll get fired up on those soon. Uh, and Hey, we actually talked our way onto, uh, onto a new platform, a new show, uh, into the great wide opens. Uh, it's a, a new show presented by stray cast. Um, you know, stray cast has been my single favorite podcast since I, first ever found podcast uh you know there's a there's a lot of real talk there uh lots of fun and <laughs> you know we go pretty wild on there so uh really good show uh really widely accepted uh across the across the industry uh, especially in the in the hardcore tournament game so check out into the great wide opens i'm doing that with brad leitner and that's going to be live one wednesday a month we kicked off on a saturday with uh with ben milliken and we've got some really good guests lined up and we're just going to kind of track track the opens and and pull the curtains back on that sucker so don't forget to check that out it's going to be on my channels too so you can uh you can catch it there and yeah i mean that's a that's an exciting thing i mean a couple of years ago when i was driving around listening to stray cast i was like oh i can relate to a lot of this stuff and um and you just you fall down the stairs and grab a microphone and <laughs> call up some buddies and and start bsing and all of a sudden we're we get the call you know that's uh i'm pretty proud of that it's uh you know it's a good feeling and uh hopefully don't get stepped on in the opens too bad so can at least keep a little recognition as we go with the show because that's kind of the point but win or lose we're gonna get into it and yeah it's gonna be good there and before we get into it i just gotta you know thank the the sponsors for for hopping on again this year and a couple new ones in the mix too so really excited uh we'll start with nordic point lodge just a really great family and a really good operation they got going on there i'm going to drop the now live website below in my description and you guys can check out that you're going to want to book sooner than later at that place really good fish and really nice area and really good people so next up 13 fishing and i've been playing with rods in here and and throwing some line on you know trying to do it a little bit here and there and uh some of the new stuff coming down the pipe is really impressive. Um, you know, they didn't just stalemate it and stick with old lineups. They listen to the anglers. They listen to G. They listen to Zaldane and just try to get everything where it should be. And it's right there. I'm rolling into the to the opens next year and, um, you know, I have full confidence that I have a full spread of, of everything I need. And, and for the hard water, too, there's been some new stuff coming out. There's a new Tickle Stick 38 Lite. That's a damn beauty. We've been ripping up some perch on that thing. Ashley and I just had a big old perch fry tonight, classic Canadian dinner. We, uh, we lit them up on a new, uh, Z-Man bait. Actually, this is no lie. This is the micro finesse, um, you know, kind of tailored to ice fishing. There's some really tiny little Elaztec baits. There's going to be some good bass ones too on that micro side, but this little larvas deal and we, we blasted them. I'll have a loop tube video coming out on that, but I mean, as always, you know, uh, I've been using Z-Man forever and you know, I've been partnered up with Z-Man for, for several years and man, that's just one of those things. If they, uh, if they drop me on the asphalt tomorrow from, uh, from the pro staff team, I'd, uh, I'd still be buying blue bag. So definitely a big thanks to them as well. Uh, Suffolk line got a whole shipment of advanced fluoro in, um, you know, that's nice stuff. I started using it last year. I was really impressed. 
obviously as a competitive angler, I want the best line I can get. And, uh, and just all around that suffix advance, just every category does its job. No surprises, no letdowns, no nothing there. Also the braid's really good too. That pro mix braid is unreal. It's, uh, it's way lower on the price point. It's probably the cheapest spool of braid you can get. And I've got most of my spinning rods spooled up with it. It's good stuff. Um, you know, I like the six pound. It's kind of on the heavy side for a six pound. So really good for most smallmouth applications. Definitely worth a look. That's the Promix braid. And since I live in the damn Arctic, like many of you listening, uh, Strike Master Ice Augers, uh, thanks to them. Uh, congrats to uh, Haley Naniska as well, too. She won the 40 volt giveaway. Um, really good reception on that. Thanks to everyone that shared and and uh, subscribed and got in on that deal. But yeah, she's laughing now. She's got the Cadillac ice augers. Um, that 40 volts unreal. There's a there's a lot of slush out on the lake right now. And, you know, having that torque and, and ability with the 40 volt, just always knowing it's going to work. It's just one thing that makes ice fishing suck a little less. I had a couple of days where I was thinking about selling all my gear out there. Um, you know, I was breaking hitches and dealing with major slush and blowing in trails and and everything like that and you know it's nice to not uh not have to worry about the ice auger i got a whole graveyard of them behind me i used to ragged all those poor augers the recoils you know when you're six six and there's a 20 inch recoil and you're pulling your heart out trying to get that damn thing to start minus 30 you're gonna bust some so one last thing to worry about there check those out at lake of the woods sports uh while you're there and just the best stocked store period you know when you go to the city or go down south or whatever you always get excited to go check out the tackle stores and everything and i gotta be honest I haven't been anywhere that's impressed me um you know and i'm, I'm sounding like a tackle snob there but uh we're kind of taking it for granted how well stocked um Kenora and winnipeg and the online store are and just taking it to the next level in uh in central canada and got a shout out london wsl uh gonna run last year's boat for the first two opens of the year and then rig up a new one in the spring um man i can't say enough about these 2075 pro v basses uh you know as you know i do bass tournaments walleye tournaments uh used to do some guiding have a cabin on the lake leave it tied up uh you know run down the lake and go for dinner with a group of people uh, I haven't done it, but I've seen people tubing around. You can get the tube set up. So it's, it's, uh, it's the perfect boat for anyone from, you know, a competitive angler like myself or Gussie or Brian, uh, all the way over to someone who just likes fishing, wants a good fishing platform and wants a good all around boat. You know, you can still have a family boat without, uh, giving up your dreams. So deadly rig, check them out. WSL sport. Uh, they got some good sales going on right now. Say hi to cam. Tell him I sent you. And I got to thank my buddy, Maddie at Crawford's camp. Absolute prime destination in, uh, in soon arrows. Spent a lot of time there. You know, he's got nice new updated cabins, uh, really great ice fishing destination to the, uh, the lake trout booms happening there right now. I'm actually heading up on the weekend to, uh, go fish with some buddies from, uh, from Wisconsin. And yeah, the Rydbergs have a bunch of winterized cabins. Maddie knows the deal. He's a hardcore angler, fished a few tournaments with them. He's a great host and they'll, uh, they'll take care of you over there for sure. Um, so check that out at crawfordscamps.com and thanks to the Dryden trailblazer tourism association. Um, yeah, I grew up in Dryden. That's, uh, that's where I spent the first 15 or so years of my life. Um, and you know, I've, I've been sitting back and, you know, we used to go fishing there when I was a kid and it was totally different. You'd go to these back lakes. There's pretty much unlimited back lakes around there and the walleye fishing was just out of control good uh you know no one had graphs or trolling motors or anything like that you just used jigs and spinners and and we didn't have a clue what we were doing we d would destroy them and and back in those days the wabagoon was really intimidating and you know people made fun of it a bunch and uh just wasn't a place you went the last eight ten years it has just been one of the places to be the crappie booms just happening over there uh and walleyes muskies just a totally different place to fish anything it's it's a really cool like reservoir style lake uh with all these little clear back lakes and i love going there for the walleye masters it's a great tournament the dryden bass tournament unreal weights there um you know pretty much expect over 20 pounds to to compete in the tournament there for your best five so just really good fishing really not uh not explored that much and i mean the best way i can describe it is 
you're getting that remote fishing experience, but you've kind of still got all the necessities, you know, the hotels, restaurants, shopping, everything like that. So definitely worth looking into uh, a fishing trip to dry. And I'm going to head there just in a few weeks. Uh, I'm meeting a buddy, John Engstrom there in a couple weeks, and we're going to go, uh, we're going to go tackle some crappies and tag some fish for the uh, Trailblazer Tourism Association's tagged fish contest. Look for some more details on that. A uh, really good way to make some scratch. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, John's dad, Dale was, was really someone who was, uh, influential in, in my fishing path. Um, you know, I talk about these back lakes and he's, uh, he was kind of the back lake warrior that showed us how to, how to get her done. And then, you know, kind of then turned into a, a bit of a local legend of the Wabagoon. So just going to be cool to get back there, go down memory lane and, and do some heavy catching. So definitely looking forward to that. Keep an eye out for that video sometime early February. And last but not least, thanks to Sims Fishing Products. Really good folks to work with and obviously the best gear you can get. That's no contest. That pro dry suit and that new guide suit, which is pretty much an insulated pro guide, is uh, is a really nice deal if you're a hardcore angler. And now, you know, in the last couple of years, they've, uh, they've made some more mid-range stuff where you can still, you know, run super high-end gear and and not have to pay like the hardcore angler price tag. So definitely check those out at Lake of the Woods Sports. It's a huge selection there. New stuff coming in all the time, and they really have you covered from head to toe. Accessories, grab yourself a fish whistle, do what you got to do. And we're going to, I promise we're going to move forward here. So yeah, I mean, you may not like sitting through all the all the sponsor plugs, but uh, it's really because of them that this show can keep rocking and, you know, it, it's worth it to keep doing. Um, not that I'm over you know, and, and it's really because of them that the show can keep rocking and, and we can keep doing what we're doing here and bringing you something to, uh, to listen to while you're driving around or working or cutting the grass, plowing the driveway, whatever you're doing. Um, so yeah, really appreciate that. And there's also a few guys that have helped me out along the way that don't want any recognition. Um, so I'll give them a, uh, I guess it'd be a silent shout out. Um, you know, if you're listening, uh, you know, you know who you are and, um, really uh really appreciative of making you know signing up for the opens a an actual reality and no way it could have done it with without your help so thanks again for that and all right before we get our guests on here i got to remind you about kbi the kenora bass international canada's premier bass tournament uh cory libitka put out a post earlier they're looking for volunteers um you know they they need some people on the board uh there's a lot of positions available um you know, the, the volunteers over the years are what keeps that tournament together. We have the single best open team tournaments in North America. Um, you know, you talk to anyone that's traveled around and they'll agree with you, but that doesn't happen without volunteers and community support. Uh, it's been so great everyone so far to help out with that. Um, I know Ashley mentioned she was gonna, she was gonna volunteer this year and, and yeah, I mean, it's a big ask, but if you, uh, if you can spare the time or your kids need volunteer hours, or maybe you're looking at getting into fishing the KBI, that's, uh, that's a great way to, uh, to get around it, be around the anglers, be around the hype. Um, you know, just kind of, kind of get into the scene. You, you may not want to throw your $800 down and, and go fish for three days, uh, in the really the most competitive tournament in Canada. Um, but if you, if you have aspirations of it, that's a great place to start uh, start meeting some people and, and maybe pick up a little info along the way. So, uh, I'll link below Corey's email. And if you're interested in volunteering, um, man, we'd be forever grateful because that tournament means a lot to me, uh, growing up in Canada around here, that's really like the Bassmaster classic for us. So definitely we'll do anything I can. And, and hopefully there's a few other people thinking like that. And, um, we got to keep this baby rocking and stronger than ever. So definitely, uh, definitely help out if you can appreciate that all right i'm done filling your ears um full disclosure here on tonight's guest uh really was a, a surprise guest to me uh i was supposed to have doug wagner and jesse baker on um doug just texted me about half an hour ago and said that his power's out uh i don't know if tree fell on the lines or what's going on but he's got no power uh they'll be on next week's show uh gonna be some really great stories out of them um, so I, I text, I was like, well, who can I text that'll just drop it and come on a, a podcast quick. And I, uh, I dialed up Pat Renwick, um, 
host of straight cast. I was like, Oh yeah, he's always got something to say. He'll know. And he suggested I contact Chris grow. Uh, and I can't believe I didn't think of this on my own earlier. Chris grow is a professional tournament angler. Uh, he's fishing currently on the whatever circuit they call it now. It's the FLW tackle warehouse MLF invitational. It's changed names last three, three years. It's the FLW tour, but actually Chris had fished the, uh, the Bassmaster opens quite a few years ago, qualified for the Bassmaster elite series, uh, fished there for, for a few years. And, uh, you know, he roomed with, he was really good buddies. He's good buddies with fighter and Gussie and, and stayed with them in the Johnston's. And I got a chance to go fishing with him in Florida and we had a hoot. Uh, he's a really good guy down to earth and he's going to offer a different perspective, you know, in, in the tournament fishing realm. That's something that podcasts don't cover a lot is, is kind of the hardship of, of how it can be. Chris has really been persistent at chasing his dream and he's had some great success. Um, you know, he's, he's fishing over there on FLW now. He's going to be able to offer some really great insight, probably a few good stories. And I'm really looking forward to talking to him because it's, uh, it's been a long time. So, uh, without further ado, here's Chris Grow. Oh, we're not like, live. We're not live, are we? No, no. Say whatever you want. I'll edit it out after. No, no, but this is bad. Hell yeah, bud. Little potluck. I'm down. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into this thing. Uh, we're, all right, we're you tell me when I'm there. live. What, what? Give me something before him. No swearing, swearing, or no swearing. What do we got? No, we're live now, but I already gave you the five-minute five, uh, five minute grace period. Chris and I talked about some offside things that are not built for air, and this has okay. a reputation of being a, a pretty genuine and honest podcast, but uh, all what we talked about is is not appropriate for any podcast. So Perfect. Uh, I don't know, bud. Just, uh, just go with what feels right. Okay, so we're starting now, so let's roll. So let's roll. You, you, uh, we already started. Oh, we already started. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, I do have a bunch of interesting things. And what's awesome, uh, Mr. Brucey, is, uh, you don't mind me calling that. Remember oh, our day not. swim? Remember our day swim jigging together? Yeah. I was just thinking about it for the last hour since Pat brought your name up. Dude, that was a great day. We whooped Gussie's ass that day. You and me were just, just loving it. That was a good day. And Gussie catches the big ones, and you and me just bombing on his ass. Yeah, he caught the big one. Uh, he he flipped a just like a flipping bait on a three quarter ounce weight, yep. like a stupid piece of grass, and was burning it in and caught it. Oh yeah, it wasn't that. That's what those the tall tale. Then you and me just shagging back there and just freaking throwing out a hundred yard cast, and it was fun. That was the first time I met you, dude. I loved you. That was such a good good day. That was yeah, so we fun. had a time. We had a. A real manly cooler full of white claws. Oh, that was. I remember those. Those things sucked. They gave me heartburn. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We got through her. But that I mean, that was one of those fun fishing days. Like that was super fun for me because I didn't have to worry about warming up for a derby or anything like that. It was just like I never get a chance to have a couple guys run the trolling motor and just get to mess around behind them and have fun. And Dude, uh, that was fun. That was fun. What was our time. what were we talking? What were we saying? What was our saying? Well, well, we're we're each co-anglers that day, and we were cut off casting Gussie and everything like who that. Who are we and talking about? What's his name? Keith Honeycut. <laughs> I remember that, dude. Don't chirp him too much, bud, because I want to get Honeycut on the show here. No, I ain't never going to chirp him. That guy's a stud. It's You're just funny. To. It's just funny how many people he's just out of the back of the boat. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he's made some money. He's uh he, he's got a reputation as the single most cutthroat co-angler. Oh, dude, he's made his wife proud, that's for sure. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and never had to buy a I'm sure he has a boat. Oh, I'm sure he does. Never dude, had to buy a, a boat, never had to haul into a tournament. No, no, but he's a stud. He's stud. Him and uh who's that uh Hataguchi. I got him. He's a real good he's a he's a multi, you know, upper five hundred thousand dollar co-angler uh uh he's a asian dude small guy i drew him this year we became real good friends he's a straight hammer out of the back of the boat everyone's scared to fish with him too so nice where, yeah where gary we had a good they had co's um i did the toyotas last year and uh i drew him and uh we had an epic day we both uh, we, we both climbed up the standings not enough to get a check but we both did really you know had a good day i had like 14 15 pounds at potomac and then he had like 12 behind me but it was hilarious like i was running a grass pattern and it was just i kind of just threw it out the window 
and then ran back to take off where like all the release fish were. And there were like 20 guys that sacked them there the day before. And they were all sitting in there again. And I started, you know, honey cutting it and firing, uh, firing a, uh, it's a, like a prop bait, like out 110 yards and literally just twitching it and letting it sit for 30 seconds, twitch it, let it sit also, you know what I mean? And then, soon as this guy got on that pattern you know he he saw what was going down and we were just tooling around dudes on the trolling motor firing around catching retread and had a blast and didn't burn a bit of gas (laughs) catching retread freds on the top water oh it was awesome never never it was awesome it was awesome dude i had one it was crazy i come up and i'm like literally by the cutoff buoy and there's this log coming out and you ever seen that like where you're you know you say to yourself you're like holy shit it's a foot of water crystal clear just it's like there's no fish up on that log i fire up into like three inches of water bring it by the log and i see it scoot out i just see the shadow scoot out and i have enough time to go to gary and i'm like gary watch this i just fucking just literally just pull the prop bait just to get that little prop i was using the berkeley uh i think it's a spin pop or something like that i uh, it's one of the two the spin spin prop or whatever it was but the blade barely turned and he just came up behind it and sucked it in like a bluegill and it was my biggest fish of the day and the fish just come unglued in like six inches of water so mint bud That's thank god for fusion eh? yeah oh it was cool it was fun you know what i mean chain rat shit you know yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's always been your thing, right? You're uh you're a known river rat and yeah. shallow water guy and Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You have no idea. We are we we we're uh it's cool that I get to get on this podcast early that you you're going to get a little inside info to put out to the old Canadian crowd in the fishing world. We're about to go hard on the chain rats. I'm uh going back to school, boy, and no one knows about it. I'm getting my captain's license. Oh yeah. Oh yeah! Oh you're yeah! Gonna be, you're gonna do the guide show? Yeah, I mean, I guided sure. before, you know, before you really needed any of that shit. Back when I was, I guided literally on the chain in southern Wisconsin from age 16 till I was 23. But yep. you didn't need to have any of the, you know, the, the, you know, the legalities back yeah. then. You know, let's so, be honest. Even if you did when you were 16 to 23, you weren't getting that piece of paper. No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Fly. Not at all. And the thing about it is like. Well, whatever, you know, the chain of lakes where I'm coming from is a very, um, whatever, bunch of money hungry yuppies here want everything they can. So it is under the Fox Water Agency, which takes money from us to pay to be on the water. And they say that part of the money goes to the Coast Guard. So with a Coast Guard being on it, it is, it's considered, you know, basically like, Lake Michigan, Mississippi River, any of those things. It's the only place in Illinois like that other than Lake Michigan. So we do need it to be legal. So if my ass goes out there now with, you know, with the past I've had, you know, being an ex-elite and now fishing on MLF, they're going to come for me. And I'm going to, you know, and these guys will be pissed, you know, so. (laughs) Fair warning. Hopefully none of them boys around around that zone or listening to uh, a Canadian fishing podcast. Well, I don't give a shit. We're about to take it. We're about to take it over. I ain't going to lie to you. There's a handful of dudes that got their captain's license, good friends of mine. And, and I have no, we have no problems. We're all going to work together, but we're going to try to put out, you know, put out the guys that are just doing fly by night shit and running under the radar, man. It's just, you know, if I got to get the guy's license to do it, just cause I got a little bit of stardom and they're going to come after my ass. That means they got to get it too, you know, and Jamie, I'm telling you right now, my first weekend was last weekend. We better hope I get it. My first test, I failed. So my first practice test, I failed. I got like, I have to get a 90% on the one. And I think I got, that means five wrong out of 50 and I got 17 wrong. So we need some studying to do my friend. Oh, it's like a real thing, huh? Like you got to, if there's actual practical. Dude, here's the sad part. It's all shit, and the and the the instructor even says it. it's all stuff that you're not gonna ever use again. Chart plottering with a compass, and you know what I'm trying to say. Like everything yeah. we have at our fingertips, GPS. You know, like if our GPS went down, we can get on our phone and get home. You know, so but you need to do it like you're in a dinghy, no phone, no GPS, no. You have to do it the right way. That's the only way you're gonna get certified. 
So, well, that's hardcore. If you want to get a guide license here, uh, they just make sure you can back troll a nine nine on a big twenty foot scowl <laughs> boat and can cook a walleye shore lunch in under an hour. That's uh, that's the nod. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the deal. Right over the border, literally, I can throw a rock into Wisconsin. It's sixty bucks for a guide license in Wisconsin, but come Illinois. And you want to set foot on that, you know, I mean, I'm a chain rat. I mean, I need to be licensed on the chain. I can't say, even though I'm not going to take that many people there because I don't know. I mean, it's my bread and butter and it's my side money for tournament fishing. But if, mm-hmm. when I do want to take guys out there, I don't feel like getting arrested. So, yeah, I got you, bud. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. So we're about to jail. Yeah, no, no, no. I hear you. I know you'd come see me. It's about the only person. Jail in Illinois? I don't know, bud. <laughs> what? You wouldn't even send me anything from my commissary? Yeah, I'd send you a couple bucks, but... Man, I, I uh, like Mountain Dew, so I've got to get there. I'm in Illinois, I'm like, okay, I'm halfway to where I'm going. <laughs> I just want to get there. Don't well, get you're, me wrong. I'll, I'll swing by and see. You're screwed now. You need to stop in Illinois now for some birria tacos. You know what I mean? You have no choice here. Yeah, I gotta I gotta stop in that central zone and see you and Pat and Oh god yeah soak up that central culture. Usually I'm just driving right through it. So no, you dude, this was Gussie's hotspot. You understand how many times Gussie would Gussie would pull in, pull under the tree in my front of my driveway and sleep and not knock on the door and come in. It's like <laughs> Are you kidding me, kid? You know what I'm saying? Like he just just cracks me up. But then he started getting dialed and he'd hop on the couch. So yeah, that's oh, a sweet spot. It's like I said, it's pretty much halfway, uh, halfway down there, maybe yeah. a little less. But what, uh, man, I followed you a little bit last year. Um, after your big, uh, your big, big exit on the elites, that top 10, that was yeah. like the ultimate send off. Um, so I've been tracking you through the FLW tour. So you get, you know, you're getting some checks. I keep calling it FLW. It's called, yeah, uh, whatever. It's uh, might as well call it the boy delicate, uh, show. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, so you made the change over there. You got some checks this year. I mean, it didn't, yeah. it wasn't a train wreck, you know, you got, no, no, just first, still first year in the league and ah, whatever, still plagued by loose losing fish. I would have had a pretty much, I mean, you know, everyone can sit here and say this and make excuses, but I got GoPros running. So I'm not going to lie. I mean, if you guys wanted me to prove it, I'll play them all, but there's a lot of cuss words, but yeah. Lost fish, Jamie. Still, still my nemesis, man. Still my nemesis. I mean, I probably could have made every cut except for one <laughs> with lost fish. I just don't know what's going on. Uh, and I've probably said this on a podcast before. My old team partner, not old team partner, my, my lifer. You know, if I was, if I, you know, if I was into dudes, this would be the man that would uh, be there. But uh, what I'm saying is. Uh, Jimmy Schmell's my boy, dude. I love him to death, but he said it to me when I started getting on that, you know, losing fish train. He's like, yeah, think about this. You know, we're having beers. He's like, think about this, grow. He's like, we were so lucky. We would catch two, four pound smallmouth on a spook. You know, you would, a fish would fall off. It would be in the net. I think I used up all my, you know, all my, my, you know, mojo, you know, like back when I was team fishing and the NABC and locally and stuff like that. And all of a sudden I get on my own and it's like every bass that I get my fingers on or touch or get near the net just gives me the middle finger and says I'm out, you know? So, and it's just, it it got annoying, but I mean, every year I'm going to say it, we're going to change it and we need to change it this year because I don't know. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on. Um, I'm starting this guide service. Uh, it's not just going to be a guide service. It's going to be a fishing school. Uh, I'm going to touch on, you know, the, the high school and college prep courses. I'm going to try to get right. these kids that, you know, they think they can, you know, they think they got everything covered. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad are going to go drop a hundred grand on school, but the kid doesn't know how to flip a mat. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm going to try to, you know, gaffle those people and, you know, mom and dad, give me a couple hundred bucks to teach him that. So when he goes there, he's got that in his back pocket. You know what I mean? Like just nice reading graphs, tournament prep. How about freaking having your boat prepared, you know, so that you don't break everything, you know, come day one. You know, just all the little things that these youngins are not thinking about. So I'm going to try to really, st- you know, stress that and really push that and, you know, and maybe channel them away from the mistakes I made. But 
back to the circuit wise, what I'm saying is I feel like this year is an opportunity opportunity year. Okay, we got this invitational circuit that's that's new. Okay, yeah, schedule's looking good for you too this year. Oh, I'm I'm jacked up, and it's got some cool new spots in it. You know, I mean a lot of. I mean, I'm loving the forward-facing sonar now that I'm getting used to it and stuff like that, but it doesn't seem like I'm going to be seeing it much this year. I mean, Okeechobee, Clarks Hill, Eufaula in Oklahoma, a lot of shallow water shit show. You know, I'm going to have a jig in my hand. I'm going to have a spinnerbait, swim jig, you know? So basically what I'm saying, James, is I'm not saying I'm checking out of the game, but I'm trying to get a backup plan because my knees are beat up from the tile. I ain't getting any younger because I was tile setter by trade. Yeah. Still love it. It's fine, but I hate the customers and my body's breaking. So what I'm getting at after that, uh, my little mishap, sorry, I'm not the most professional with these headphones, but, uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot of opportunities this year. I I, I know I'm not a diehard MLFer. I would love to be back at Bass. I'd love to be touring on the Opens with you. And I had to make decisions this year. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, for more reasons than one, you and me talked a little off the air about a couple things. And here's what I'm feeling. And I, I I, I don't sugarcoat anything anymore. I feel like this tackle warehouse thing, this middle semi pro pro, whatever they're calling us right now is going to dwindle quick. Mm -hmm. But I feel that there's a big opportunity here and I know they're only taking the top eight to go to the BPT or whatever, the Bass Pro Tour, but there are people jumping ship left and right on that BPT tour and they're going back to the opens. They're trying to get back to bass. And like I said, I'd love to be there. It's just the paycheck's not there in the opens. And I did that route and I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power to finish in the top eight. Okay. But what if I finish like 13th, 12th, let's give the lucky unlucky number of 13th Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other guys jump ship and they have no one left and they start going down the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but. I am going to fish my straight ass off this year. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all about that because I'm being straight with you, Brucey. I don't succeed this year. I'm building this brand with the Chain Rats Guide Service. That's going to be my job. Dedicate myself to my family, my mom, and life. Yeah. And, 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 I don't know if I would get back. I just don't know if I want to work backwards. You know, I mean, the elite series bid was an amazing feat and an amazing time in my life and made great friends. And I would love to get back, but just, and you already know it. You're, you're, you're rocking it right now, but you do know, I mean, you don't knock out top tens. You're really not putting much in the pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? And I hope bass changes that that would be straight up. And if they do, I'm coming running back home. But right now, my sponsors are still on board. Well, stop, because I'm a realist. Three quarters of my sponsors are still on with that. Because, yeah, yeah, because I'm telling you, I don't know if you've seen what's going on in the industry. A lot is happening. People are getting dropped. Uh, You know, they're taking... They're taking YouTubers over us pros. I mean, it's a lot going on in the industry. Everyone wants to be a pro. I'm just trying to stay strong and fish really free this year and just literally kick some ass. And this is going to be weird what I'm going to say here. Okay. I'm ready for it, bud. I'd love to make the BPT. Okay, great. I can get back with some really old friends there and some of my old friends have left, but I'd love to see Randall Tharp. I'd love to see James Elam and and go out to dinner and be with those guys, you know? And there's a bunch of guys there I don't like. And there's a bunch of guys there that don't like me. I guarantee that, you know? So, but here's the case. I want to, I would love to get that opportunity. Okay. And, 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 and possibly make it at all. But here's the number one thing at this point, dude, six tournaments. Look, if I was to say, what do we got? Like 150 boat field by halfway through it. We'll have 120 boat field the way this is going to shape up. And this sounds weird, Jamie. If I took last in 
all five of them and won one of these for my family and all the supporters I had and be able to hold that trophy over my head. You get it as an angler. I would feel that would be a great closure to my career. And then I could be a rat my whole life, teach kids how to do this thing the right way, how to get sponsors, how to go about it the right way. Quit calling people and DNM, uh, instant messaging people for dots. Go out and work your own. You know what I mean? Go out and find your own fish. Just teach the next generation how to do this right. You know, I mean, look at these guys that have been doing it right. Tristan McCormick. I oh, mean. He's it, so good. Dude, and <laughs> I was he's, talking he's, about how scared I am of college, like of just the general masses of college anglers. And the whole time I was saying that, all I had was like him in my head. I'm just like, okay, but terrifying, I'm going to give you one other one to be in your head that you need to come. You're going to compete against and definitely a good pe- person for the podcast. Definitely a good person that I, you need to introduce you to another Illinois bar boy, Tyler Lubbock, Lubbock. He's from, uh, he's from here, born and raised the Illinois boy lives freaking a half hour from me, but he went to Alabama state stud. Oh, Stud fisherman, but graduated with honors, you know, business degree, going to be a radiologist, but his parents are giving him free reign to go and try and do this. Yeah. Watch out. This other, yeah, another long hair that is a straight hammer, straight <laughs> hammer and the nicest kid on the planet. So what I'm saying is you're getting these handful of kids that don't give a shit about taking dots from someone Don't give a shit about listening to their high school coach that's going to drop a bunch of dots. They are doing it themselves, legit, getting amazing grades, stand-up individuals. You know, they they got girlfriends. They're practically married already out of school. They got great family background, and these boys are just giving it to them. And, you know, Tristan's one of them. You could already see the success of it. But Tyler's on his way up, and uh, you're going to be seeing him in March and uh, watch out. He's in a Vexus, so you can't miss his long haired ass. So, <laughs> all right, bud, I'll keep an eye out for him. Yeah, there's, but uh, man, there's so many of them. There's going to be so many to know and yeah, and, for sure. And watch for him. Looking forward to that whole part. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of bouncing back to what you said, like putting a putting a bow on your career, hoisting that trophy. I, I mean, in both series now, like if you win one of the FLW tours, you get a, a spot in the Red Crest, right? Yeah, why not go there and then freaking yeah. uh Yeah, get one of those. Same with the opens. You win one of those, you go to the Bassmaster Classic. And like your elite series career, whether you end up back there or not at some point, uh, no one can take that away from you. It's an incredible feat to just have been there. Um and man, that's that's like all I could ever even hope for is just to have that to reflect back on. And you know, even though you gotta still keep grinding and working forward, it's just hanging your hat on that is, you know. Yeah. And I appreciate that, Jamie. And it was, you know, I wish I can take back some of the moments and, and change things, but in, and then I think about it from a, you know, perspective of all the friends I met and, you know, I mean, our, our mutual good friend, Gussie, the, the, the most awesomest dude in the world. Like, yeah, I mean, look, I got to meet you and I mean, I just, I, I, I loved it. It was a great, great thing. And you never know. What if they do raise the stakes? What if my sponsors say, go for it? Yeah. You know, what if I, I mean, what if I make some good coin this year, pick up another sponsor that's good and, and come back? It is what it is. But the name of the game in 2023 is there's two things. Brand Chain Rats Guide Service. Get this stuff going. Teach some kids. Take clients out and win one of these boy ducket trophies and, you know, whatever. Maybe go and punch him in the face and steal his red shoes. So. <laughs> Man, what's I want to talk to you about uh about the vibe over there. Uh 27. I'm, I'm just gonna refer to it as the FLW tour. I can't do Yeah, I don't stuff. care. I that's fine. I, that's I know what you it don't is. Care. Um everyone listening better know what I'm talking about. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't, you're not into fishing. So yeah. So 27 guys jump ship, lots of bigger names. Uh Brand McMillan, Berghoff. I don't know the list off by heart, but a bunch of good anglers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't look to, to see like where they landed last year and in the standings for the tour, but what's, uh, what's the vibe been like over there? Like, I know they announced a, a whole bunch of cuts to the schedule and, and 
you had these close to 30 guys jump ship. Like what's everyone else saying? Are you, I mean, you're looking at it like an opportunity to, to have a better chance at qualifying for the BBT and right. Yeah. Well, Jamie, you know me better than that. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that as a very, very small percentage of you're, that being wholeheartedly. I just, I'll I mean? rephrase that. You're looking at it as a positive. I'm looking, as you I'm always telling, do, and that's, that's get your you. specialty. Yes, but let me just say I'm taking a few positive out of it because there are some negatives. Let me be honest with you. Last year being my first year and going to the Tackle Warehouse circuit, not the Invitationals, it was awesome. It was a pretty cool vibe. I got yep. to hook back up with some really good friends. You know, it was nice going and seeing Justin Lucas. Nice staying next door to Bobby Lane and and seeing those people hanging out with Randy and and then Sarah Tharp. You know, getting back to those people that was awesome. Mm-hmm. But the vibe now is a hair different because now anyone that's got thirty grand's basically coming and playing in the game. It's yep. it, and and I'm sorry that I'm a realist and. I'm sorry if people are looking at it. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I'm a full-time pro right now anymore. I feel like that was stripped for me. And, you know, and it was very clear in some of the meetings and some of the things that were talked about when they made these big cuts and these changes. I mean, the fishing industry's changed. I mean, I listened to that podcast with Mercer and Swindle. I mean, it's... Uh, it's different, you know, and I'm like, I'm so glad I had an elite series bid. I'm so glad I had an amazing, you know, whether I shit the bed or not years there and made those friends, those will be endeavored to me for life, but things are just a little different right now. And the reason some of these guys jump ship is because of the changes and, and you know, it was just, it's just different. And it, in I mean, you already know it's going to be a tough boat in the opens this year. There are some, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a, what is there? 189 straight hammers coming there or is it more now that are doing it all? Oh, how many are doing all of them? 175 is what I've heard. I heard one, I heard 189. Oh, good. It's still going up. (laughs) Well, I I mean, we don't know, whatever, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not even looking at it like from my perspective and I'm, I'm sure I have a unique one, um, you know, to, to many of these 180 or however, whatever it is there. Uh, I'm just looking at it. Like, you know, it's getting shaped a little bit more like a tour now. Um, yeah, you're not going to make any money off your checks, but let's be real. Like in most of the tours, you're not making a living fishing anyway. No, Um, no, unless you've got really, really good sponsors. Yeah. And you know, like you said, kind of how the FLW tour is right now, um, you can pay 30 grand and you're, you're a professional angler. You're on tour. Uh, well, I'm looking at the opens like, okay, I'll just go be on tour for a bit. Um, you know, vaporize some of this money that I've made fishing and, and with some sponsor help and, and keep the media going. And, and at the very least, uh, you know, meet a bunch of people, get a bunch of cool stories and uh you know it's it's gonna be my only year um there's no way i'll be able to swing it any year after this um so i'm just looking at it like it's a cool experience and and you know you can kind of hang your hat on it and and kick back after and know that you at least gave it a gave it a shake whether you do well or not well here's the thing james i have a feeling you're gonna do well you're an exceptional angler you're very open-minded you've been around some of the best and trained by the best and you bring your own unique style. You had a good year last year. You had a couple of things that went, didn't go the way you wanted. I'm sure. But dude, I fished with you, man. And I got a feeling you're going to do just fine this year. You know, I got a feeling it sounds weird. Some of these guys that are going to, that are making this switch, they're going to regret it, man. They're going to regret it because of some of the things you just said. Some of these college angers are ready and just going to mop them up, you know? And, you know, it's, I don't know, dude, I'm jacked up. You know what I mean? Like when I watch this, there's uh, my 10, 12 guys that I cheer for. And you are definitely in the top three of those, you know, when I'm looking at the standings every day, I'm looking for, I'm looking for about 10, 12 guys when I'm going down. And you're yeah. definitely, definitely one of them, my friend. I appreciate that. I know I'm going to wear it on the chin. I'll for sure have some triple d- digit finishes. There's no, there's not going to be a way stop, around that this year. Stop, stop, stop. Dude, a triple digit finish is not 
am I going to sound like an idiot saying it? It's not that bad in a 250 boat spread when you're I fishing all you. nine. I get you, but let's. How about this? Let's just. You can still them, make it. It's let's not keep a dream them. Crusher. I get you, but let's keep them. Let's keep them under a hundred, and, and and life will be good. Yeah, and that's just, the plan. But I, I mean, as you know, everything doesn't go to plan. And oh God, yes, I know. Uh, but just try to put them all on the boat, catch five. That's my problem. You know what I mean? I've so many times where like I bring in four, and it was just such a disappointment, and missing a cut by ten ounces, mm-hmm. a pound. You know that just. Get five and then start freaking, you know, start putting the grind on them, you know, putting the heat on them. Just, just don't lose them, man. Don't lose them. That's, <laughs> that's all I got to tell you, man. I, I just, I can't, I can't handle it. I have nightmares, man. Like nightmares. I got SD cards filled with lost fish and I don't even, I, I, it's like a nightmare. Do you ever so, watch them and see why? Yeah, but I mean, some of them, I mean, yeah, I made some dumb things like trying to swing one or something like that. Yeah. But some are just straight stupid. Like, how do you lose a fish on a spinnerbait that's, you know, like never jump, dogging him? You know what I mean? Like, he's, you don't lose many fish on a spinnerbait. I just think, I don't know. I just think I got a little, a little against the bass gods. I think of like all my, uh, being a bad kid in high school and college is just catching up with me or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think when it comes to like losing fish streaks and I don't know if this applies to you, but like, I find that, you know, in a tournament, if I'm, I'll, I'll lose like two in a row and it might, you know, it might not be anything you did. It just, it just happens and you dump them, but then you start, you know, in your mind, you're like, Oh, I'm doing something wrong. And you start changing things and then you start losing more because you're not doing what you know. And now you're just a train wreck. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, I mean, Thank God that's one thing I've established in my I don't go on the train rig binge. I just, I lose the key fish. Get what I'm saying? Like, I'll yeah. just, like, I won't, like, like, I won't lose, like, six or seven in a day. That doesn't happen with me. But I'll lose, like, okay, like, perfect example is Pickwick this year. Okay, what, I think I finished, like, 54th, okay? And I weighed four <laughs> fish for 12 pounds on the second day. Ooh. And literally... The last five minutes, I lost a six pounder on a spinner bait that I, you know what I mean? Like I was fighting him forever. Like he had the bait gone and it's like, how do I, he jumped once, you know, like that fish right there would have catapulted me into the top 30, you know, sure. I still squeaked out the last $5,000 check. It's not like I went home broke, but I'm sick of the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Like how many times I missed making the cut and not knowing what I would have done on a day three. Mm-hmm. that's what pisses me off yeah. you know the drive home's far oh. for you and me both and god damn i'm beating myself against the steering wheel you know yeah so, yeah that's got to be the hardest part that's it i mean that's it i just i don't lose multiple fish i lose key fish you know key right. fish so right. i mean dude yeah. the day when i when you know you brought up that whole thing at st lawrence and stuff like that you should have saw, I mean, yes, I squeaked into the top 10 and all that and finished ninth and it was, you know, very emotional, but how about this day one? I bring in 19 pounds. I lose two, five and a half pounders that are in my hand. So what do you, now I would have had 24 again. How about this? And then day two, I come in with 18 dude. My motor goes into guardian and I'm all the way at the freaking American narrows. And I got to pack up ship with 18.4 in the boat and literally milk it in and come in with 30 seconds to spare and, and give away two hours of fishing time because I'm in Guardian. That tournament was almost there for me to give Doc uh, a run. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. and it just, you know, you, I get was, a, you get a great big ride home to think about it too. You know, and I mean, everything was awesome. I was very emotional. A lot of people, phone calls, a lot of things like that. But in the back of my mind, I'm on stage crying with Mercer and stuff. I'm like, dude, this was my derby to freaking win. Win. And I, you know, I love Mercury. Everything's, you know, fine. They're the best motors in the world. And I've never had any real issues with them. I went into Guardian because I was on low oil because I was making them big runs. And go figure. Yeah. Just luck, luck comes in too. I mean, it's not, uh, you can put everything in your favor as much as you want. And at the end of the day, it's still, it's still going to happen. It's just part of life and 
Yeah, no, no, I hear you. You're but, definitely, you know, in knowing you a little bit, it's you seem to be able to roll with the punches as good as anyone, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shake it shit off, basically. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. So. Man. Yeah. Pretty envious of that, and I'm sure I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll be having some phone calls with you on the long drives. When are you guys kicking off? I'm, I'm, I looked at the schedule. I know you're going, but I didn't look at the date. Um, I'm gonna go down just a hair early because. There's just a couple little things going on um, with my boat. So I'm going to sneak down early, uh, break her in, and then um, a good old chain rat of mine, Steve Mui, straight hammer, fishing the used to fish the opens. Um, I'm going to go visit him for a few days. He just had a baby and stuff like that, and we've lost touch because he lives in Florida for a job and stuff now. Yeah. And I'm going to hang out with him and his wife, and me and him are going to fish for a couple days, maybe go over to where we fished together. Oh yeah. Yeah. And go mess around there and then, then head over to Florida. So I basically, I'm going to try to ship out of here probably on the 30th of January, but practice doesn't start for me until I think the third or fourth and our derby's on the 8th of February at yeah. Okeechobee. Did so. you see the, uh, did you see the roster for that first derby yet? Are there a lot of BPT guys? Yeah, they're all picking. Yeah. They, they get to cherry pick. Yeah. So. So they're going to go there and try to knock some dust off them. And I'm just going to go there and try to try to mess with them and try to do my best. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't, I say it every year, but I don't give a shit this year. I am, I, I am blistering their ass and going to Okeechobee. I we used to fun fish there when I was really young with my boy, Bobby Smith's dude. Awesome dude. Awesome dude. Have no clue where he has in, in the earth. Now I can't even contact him. Lost everything. He could be in prison. All I know, but I am going to literally just live and die with a flipping stick in my hand and just go big, go big. I like it, bud. Yeah. Well, your buddy fighter, uh, you know, he tells the story all the time when he's, when he, uh, said, screw it enough's enough. That's, uh, that was the TSN turning point for him. Oh dude. Yeah. Dude. He is epic. I talked to him today. He cracks me up. He got frostbite, you know? Yeah. Right? He got, uh, I was talking to Brad. He said they went crow hunting next yeah. to some i don't know if it was a dump or i just made that part up but uh yeah he said it was you got to go when it's freezing cold <laughs> what he kills me is, is i just he trips me out it's like i'm talking on the phone like so did your foot not start yeah but I, we were shooting him you know it's just like dude and then he was wearing the wrong boots because the snow's super high whatever he's got excuses but yeah he's got fresh but what's it what's that movie he's gonna look like uh the movie where they were uh, Adam Sandler's in there. He's going, no, just hit my foot hit it a bunch of times. He's going to have a black toe. He's telling me today he's going to cut. He's, he's like a frostbite part. I think I'm just going to cut part of it off. Man. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't going to be wearing flip flops this year. I don't think uh, he's a real flip flop guy anyway to begin with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's no, not really. I mean, he's not a short guy either. I mean, he's got. He's got reconstructive legs. You don't know about that? Yeah, you can't see. He's got like uh, little joints and stuff, but he's like the Tin Man. So, yeah. yeah a couple spare um, parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking, but that that dude will not show his legs. I mean, he tried out for Playgirl and they made him keep his pants on. So <laughs> nice, bud. Um, man, I got to ask you. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, in the eight minutes I had to prepare for this interview because it was a last minute deal. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll dial up girl on the gram and see what he's been up to. And uh, I can't find it. And I know you had an issue with it this summer. No, it's on there. It's Chris Girl Fishing. Okay. It's there. Well, what? Oh, yeah. I was around. I was at a wedding with Gussie this summer, like right in the thick of your. Uh... Oh, that was awesome, wasn't it? Dude, what happened? I got some guy from Pakistan that wanted me to literally. Pay him ten grand to get it back. It was me and Tristan McCormick. Actually, he yep. gaffled us at the same time, so he he played us both. So me and Tristan, you know, long hair to long hairs. We have that very openly conversation, like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" You know, very. Yeah. So this dude like played like he was Tristan talking to me, and I right. guess Tristan got the same thing from me. And that's how he got hacked. Tristan lost his. Tristan never got his back. Gone. Gone. So this dude's just like, hey, man, how you been, man? You know, like talking to me. It's like, dude, I got a mutual sponsor that, you know, we should both hit up about this. And 
Next thing you know, he's like, he's like, I'm going to send you this link. And I didn't even touch the link, but as soon as I opened it, dude, all hell broke loose and I lost everything. And next thing you know, I was selling Bitcoin and whatever, but it sucked. And, uh, yeah, and I, I mean, we're talking about it and people listening are like, whatever, big deal. You lost your Instagram ac- account. That's your, I mean, that's your moneymaker. Nowadays. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't be a professional bass angler without, uh, big platforms on, on Instagram, YouTube, like no, y- you need it. Sponsors need it, need it. And when what's crazy, Jamie, is this guy done screwed me up bad because I'm in a lock hold right now. I have not grown since then. Like I, I'm like, it's weird. Like I, I mean, and the girl that used to work for me, Elise Noel, and thank God I had her and uh drunkwood, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, freaking, uh, Jesus, John King. Those two are the ones that got my stuff back. Like they fought the hacker, like got him, like, like John would get, got him to, he told me to like talk with him. And then I would divert him and then he would use his, you know, he would use that to like break them down and break back into my system. That's how I got my stuff back. Those two are the only one who did it, but I've got a glitch going on with mine now. And I guess it takes over a year for you to start building back up after a hack because everyone has you flagged. So, right. I didn't lose my followers, but I'm hardly gaining any. I mean, I gain. Every day I gain like 10 models with huge boobs, but <laughs> you know, you know, that's just because of my good looks and, yeah. and you know what I mean? But that's, oh man, it's about yeah, all I, was, I gain. I was feeling for you when that's going on. Like I said, unless you're, uh, yeah, unless you're sucks. doing it and rely on those platforms, you don't realize how big of a deal that is. That's like someone stealing your car. Like it sucked. It sucked. Yeah. And we dude, the guy actually called me, you know that? No. The guy called me and threatened me. He wanted 10 grand to get everything back. Yep. I had a buddy telling me a similar story, but it was about Tinder. Um, <laughs> he said, he said this girl catfished him. Okay. And was like, Hey, send me a picture of your eggplant. And yep. uh, he's like, all right, fair Perfect. enough. Does it. And, uh, he got this big, like as soon as he sent it, everything changed he got this great big paragraph and it was like you got to give me 1500 bucks or i'm gonna send this pic like i here's your friend list on facebook you know went got all the friend list oh my like, goodness I'm gonna send this picture to all your friends and he was just like all right give her <laughs> what cracks me up is what i didn't understand it's like this is what i still don't get and a lot of people ask me the same question and, and i ask the questions what are they trying to do? Like, what is he trying to do? Like, I know he wants the money, but like, what is he, what does he think he did? Like, so all day long, these guys sit and just hack certain people. And like, what are they trying to do? Like, what's their concerted effort in the end out of all this? Get your I 10 don't... grand. If they, if they, you know, you're not probably the only guy they're working. Yeah, uh, no, I bet. They try 25 people and get one bite a month and get 10 grand then they're better off than most americans <laughs> good point you know? it's just sad it's a greasy way to make a living it's um, just sad this world's coming to that man I'm, I'm just i'm irritated by it it's just it's very irritating you know very yeah, bud. well sorry to bring that up I, I was curious i knew there was a story behind it um and man thanks for wearing that on the chin so everyone's got a, a heads up on it dude it's you do have some bad luck no shit no shit yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hear you. Even with deer hunting season this year, I couldn't shoot my target buck. I saw, I saw passed on every 120 and 130 inch buck I had. And all I've been doing is shooting does. I gave one to the coyotes the other night. That sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just waited too long, liver shot, and thought, you know, whatever. I just, three more days though. And he showed up on camera the other night. I'm just, I'm so addicted to this damn, these damn deer. <laughs> I got issues, man. <laughs> yeah. You're heavy into it. Hey, ah, dude, I just love it, man. That's my time. I get the freaking, my brain twirls too much sitting in a tree. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, man. Well, I'm not going to hold you forever. Um, you want to, uh, well, I still have you here. You want to shout out your, uh, your, uh, 
guide set up here? Are you still waiting to get her set up or you want to drop? This? So that's, I'm not going to drop that yet. You were the yeah. first person to get the full blown teaser here because, uh, you know, I got to pass the test for one, but basically we're coming at them full steam. Um, uh, let's just put it this way. I've, you know, secured chain rats name for my website and stuff like that. Uh, going to have a, a partner in this. We're not going to unveil that yet, but a yeah. good friend of mine, um, when it drops, you're going to know. And you know what I mean? We're going to, we're going to go with it hard. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, we're going to drop this thing big time. I just want to make sure all the ducks in the row, uh, because you know, I don't want to piss off everyone, but it's going to come down full hammer. We're going to be on all the socials. Good old Pat Renwick's going to have me on the show to give me a little yeah, release. But- so that's going to be cool. But you, Jamie Bruce just got the first taste in Canada did, you know what I mean? So that's what we got, but basically, Exclusive. you know, yeah, basically just follow me on my socials. I'm sorry, all you YouTube fans that have been slacking on it. It's a lot of work. I'm 45 years old. I got too many gray hairs to count, and I can't keep up with the young bucks, but we're going to get back on there. And uh, that's about it, man. We're uh, I really appreciate you having me on the show, and uh, I wish you all the luck this year. And like I said, I'm always following you, Jamie. You're damn good angler, damn good friend, and uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. Bud, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time, especially last minute. Um, we're going to be talking on the phone probably quite a bit. We're both going to be on the road, uh, and we're going to be following you, man. Uh, <laughs> you're like people up here; everyone knows about you. Uh, back <laughs> I, when you were, you know, rooming with Gussie and Fighter, and uh, everyone likes your vibe. And uh, like you said about checking the list, it's uh, you're always the first name I look for on the uh, on the FLW circuit invitation yeah whatever we got we can keep talking yeah but anyway bud thanks again wish you all the best and we'll uh we'll talk soon buddy no for sure and you remember you got a stopping place here man birria tacos my woman would love to cook for you all right bud i'll see you next month then rock and roll chain rats for life thanks jamie okay cheers pal thank you later boss